Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. We are a member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. We are covering another Olympic topic today as we gallop towards the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in Tokyo, the Tokyo Tokyo 2020 Olympics happening in 2021, the Olympics that we thought would never happen. Remember, we mentioned before there were only three other times in the history of the modern Olympics that the Olympics didn't happen, and they were twice in World War II and once in World War I. Other than that, the Olympics have always happened, regardless of what's happening in the world. You know what else is happening? There's a lot happening in the world of sports, and I wanted to come up with a word from our sponsor. As the month of June heats up with a ton of exciting sports action, Bet Online is where you can find it all. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online betting needs. I want you to go over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device and join and you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We are still, all these months later, telling people to come for your welcome deposit. You guys should be well into the action with Bet Online by now. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Again, as we talk about the Olympics, I want to keep in mind that you know the Olympics is designed to be a non-political, apolitical place. It is in the modern world, right? We're talking about the modern Olympics, which have taken place since the turn of the 20th century. The Olympics is supposed to be where countries, regardless of political things that go on, regardless of the differences, that they compete in sports combat as opposed to combat in the battlefield in the summer and in the winter where the greatest of, of the country's athletes have the opportunity to showcase their skills and c- countries and their athletes get to stand on the Olympic podium to determine who is triumphant for that session. Tokyo will be no different. But we live in a, in a time, we live in a world, uh, as of today actually, I read the figure, that almost 1% of the world lives in what's called refugee status. That means they're estranged from their home country, not simply for immigration purposes, but for political purposes, for political persecution, for fear, for religious persecution, for sexual or gender persecution. And despite what people may think about the IOC, despite what people may think about the Olympic Games, the Olympics stands for hope and it stands for a place where while countries and country is important, politics is not. So in that vein, newly reelected Thomas Bach announced, and we're going to go to that announcement at the end of this conversation, announced that 
there will be a refugee team flying under the flag of the Olympics at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. There are 29 athletes that came together in a virtual ceremony, and we're going to bring you a little bit of that, conducted by Thomas Bach to announce the formation of the refugee Olympic team. And as I said, they will march at the opening ceremony on July 23rd. They will be under the banner of the Olympic flag that everyone knows so well, and they will enter the stadium in second position after Greece. And they will be treated with great inclusion, and they will be treated like any other Olympic team. This is, in some, to some degree, a carryover. Uh, this was successfully done at the 2016 Rio Olympics, and it is something that is done now and is more uh, vibrant and is, is something that is, is more boldly put forward in today's day and age, especially in light of the fact that many of these refugees became refugees and had to flee their countries during the midst of the coronavirus, during the midst of a time when nobody in the world could travel. They had to find ways to escape various persecution and various issues that they had in their home. So it is uh, with great excitement that we're going to bring you the announcement from Thomas Bach, a very brief part of that announcement at the ceremony. And it is really, really exciting news. And we're going to be looking out for these Olympic athletes. Uh, you could see that many of them were very, very overwhelmed at the, at the announcement and at the decision. And I noticed in when I was looking over the list that there are three athletes on the refugee team that are competing in the sport and the art of Taekwondo. And they were Abdullah uh, Siddiqui. They were Kimia Alizada Zenozi and Diana Poryunis Langarudi. These three athletes competing on the Olympic team will be competing in the sport of Taekwondo against other countries like the United States in the area of Taekwondo for the refugee team. And while we never root against the United States, we certainly will be rooting for these athletes together with the other athletes that appear on this 2020 Olympic refugee team. That is a hope for the best of what the world has to offer, safe haven and safe places for people in difficult situations who lead difficult lives to know that the Olympics can stand for something more than just inter-country rivalry. So my name is Mark Zorianis. I want you to listen for this message from Thomas Bach and the Olympic Committee. And please remember that this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. We are live at the headquarter of the International Olympic Committee, the Olympic House in Lausanne, Switzerland. And with me in the Olympic House is the president of the IOC, Mr. Thomas Bach. Thank you very much. And now it's my privilege to announce the athletes of the IOC Refugee Olympic Team, Tokyo 2020. Swimming, Ala Maso. Jamal Abdul Majid. For the sport of shooting, Luna Solomon. Taekwondo, Dina Poryunas Longarudi. And wrestling, Aker Al Obaidi. So congratulations to all of you. You are the IOC Refugee Olympic Team, Tokyo 2020.
and we are extremely proud of you and we thank you for all the energy you're bringing to uh, the Olympic community and to these uh, Olympic uh, Games. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I'm very happy. I won't cry. Mama Tegla, uh, welcome again. And uh, how are you doing? You uh, gave me the trust to lead our uh, athletes as a mother, as a sister, as a sports person. You yourself, as a sportsperson, Mr. President, I'm really honored to be the champion mission for the second time. First of all, congratulations. You know, many people have asked me, what do you expect of the refugee Olympic team? And my answer is simple. I expect you to win, to win medals. You have to, you have to compete like everybody else and be good as I know you are. But congratulations, really, for uh, having made it to this uh, important team. We're so proud of you. And remember, uh, dear friends, dear athletes, that uh, you have somehow an additional responsibility, not just to do well in the competitions, which is the primary task that you have in Tokyo, but also to represent and uh, make proud millions and millions of refugees and displaced people around the world that will be watching you and feel proud about what you will achieve. It's a message to the entire world to make the world aware of the magnitude of this crisis, which is growing every day. And it's also a message that these forcibly displaced people are an enrichment to all our societies and that we should embrace them like we do in the Olympic Games to show all our unity in all our diversity. It's uh, again a great uh, team. You, you can feel uh, this uh, energy, uh, this uh, determination, but also this uh, joy uh, these athletes are radiating uh, from. And uh, so I, I think it will be another great experience uh, for them, but also uh, for all the other athletes uh, around the world, uh, meeting them in the Olympic uh, village and uh, being able uh, to have uh, a conversation with them. And also for us, it will be another enriching experience uh, sharing this uh, great positive energy. Uh, I'm sure together with the people who have been, uh, will be working together, we'll make sure that our athletes uh, are being encouraged and supported and, uh, um, and to go to the competition at the right time. Dear athletes, ladies and gentlemen, dear president, thanks again for joining us to this announcement ceremony. I cannot let you go without the reminder to check out olympics.com if you want to have more information about uh, the IOC Refugee Olympic Team Tokyo 2020. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.